Welcome to a fight club far, far away with your host, Katrina Dennis. This is the fight club you can talk about. Two ferocious duelists meet for a battle like never before. In wit, mentality, and skill, they are nearly matched. But when the Chosen One unlocks the fury of the dark side, it all comes crashing to- You and the Chosen One! Wait, no, no, not those guys. Not yet. I'm of course talking about the most intense showdown in the original 2D Clone Wars series, Asajj Ventress versus Anakin Skywalker. Ventress and Anakin share several similarities. There's a reason why it often requires both General Skywalker and Kenobi to run Ventress off in battle. But they are perhaps displayed best throughout this multi-episode fight that goes from sky to deep space to the peaks of Yavin 4's most treacherous jungles and culminates in a haunting turn to the dark side for young Skywalker. To discuss this fight, I pulled together a panel of experts who have one thing in common. We all kind of totally love Asajj Ventress. I have been waiting to talk about this fight since I thought of this show in the first place. And now I get to do that with such cool people. I'm so excited. Uh, today we have a great panel of folks uh, who are going to discuss Asajj versus Anakin in the 2D Clone Wars TV series. First up is my dear friend, Arzu. How are you? Oh, no, I'm doing good. I'm very, very excited to talk about Anakin and Asajj. Yes, yes. Arzu, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm sure people on our network know, but you know, for all the new folks. Yeah. So if you are familiar with our network, you know, I host our Star Wars focused space waffles. So we are in the, currently in the middle of our Ewok series, which has actually been a lot more fun than I expected. <laughs> Keep an eye out to have Katrina on. She's going to be on in a couple weeks. So mm -hmm. that'll be exciting. And otherwise on my own, at my own site, I'm currently in the middle of covering the High Republic. So Wave 2, which is fantastic, and I cannot recommend it enough. Well, that's awesome. what I'm up to. Sweet. Well, I man, you are you are up to a lot of really exciting things, and I've been loving your coverage so far. So yay, kudos. <laughs> Next, we have V, who I've known by a great many names, but how how are you doing today and what are you up to right now? Uh I'm Brazilian, so that's debatable. <laughs> I don't know if no. I'm fine. <laughs> no, totally understandable. <laughs> but more specifically, I'm part of the Cast Wars podcast crew, and I'm the host of Fem Wars podcast as well. Mm -hmm. So you might know me for that if you are Brazilian. <laughs> yes, she's also one of my favorite. I mean, you guys are all my favorite Adventures fans on Twitter, but like, uh, you you are easily like one of my favorite people on Twitter altogether. So yep. yes, I, I'm so excited oh, you're thank here. Thank you. Speaking okay. of favorite Ventress fans, ah. we've got Jackson oh. here. <laughs> you How guys are make you? Me cry. For, for, to hear you say that, I need a moment. Just okay, I'm, I'm all right now. we're all, all right. emotional right now. <laughs> oh, this is this is a love fest. And, uh, it, it is so great to be here. Um, you know, when you announced the show, I was like. She's never going to ask me to be on this. <laughs> I really did. I'm like, but if she does, I really hope it's something with Ventress. And here it is. It's like, a, it, again, my manifesting powers 
can cannot be stopped. So if you have any requests, please send them send them over slowly. Uh, it's great to be here. I'm I'm uh, right now. I we just started a, a new channel, Force Connect, uh, which is uh, you know after the Beyond the Blast Doors network uh, you know, dissolved. Uh, we you know, Raven and I took that show and we've uh, created it on our own and. Um, Doing that, working with the uh, uh, Broaxium crew on uh, Shooting the Poodoo every Sunday night, and uh, doing the Monday, uh, every other Monday, uh, working on uh, Holocronicles, which is a collecting show, mostly about Star Wars toys, but I'm doing a segment on collecting comics. And uh, this, and tomorrow, I'm sorry, Monday, uh, we're going to be focusing on some of the very interesting variants in the Vader Down series. Mm. Yeah, so, so yeah, I'm keeping busy too. I'm not as busy as everybody else, but I'm okay. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Vader Down yeah. is is like a, a new age classic. I think I, it's one of my favorite uh, stories in the new like comics. So yeah, it's uh, it's funny how many people uh, kind of it, it draws a lot of passionate responses either way. But I, I'm I'm of this <laughs> I'm of the same of the same mind where it's kind of a classic, and there are a lot of there are a lot of like touchstones about Vader on there that you see kind of develop in other, uh, you know, the subsequent uh, stories and, and whatnot. So yeah, I'm a big, big fan of that and looking forward to talking about the collectability of some of the variants. Yay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much thank for you. joining me today. Yeah. I like, I can't, I can't wait to get into this one. Um, so we, uh, all have seen this fight. I've even like mm -hmm. sent the abridged version uh, because uh, like I had mentioned before in the summary, uh, this fight actually spans an entire season. Um, and, you know, as uh, these episodes are only 12 episodes or 12 minutes long, but as a Dragon Ball Z fan, I was very used to multi-episode fights. Um, and so seeing these things cut in throughout the, the course of the Clone Wars, uh, was really interesting to me. I have a million reasons to be excited about this, but uh, let's go around and talk about uh, what uh, excites you and intrigues you about this fight. We'll start with Arzu. So what I like about this fight is that, you know, first of all, it's not something that carries over into new canon at all. So it was mm -hmm. completely fresh when I went into it. And then what I like about it is there's a lot of flash to it that seems like, yes, you put that there because it's a kid's show and you need the the flash and the appeal but then when you're really looking at it from like a character perspective there is so much going on mm -hmm. in this largely silent <clears throat> fight and it's mm -hmm. just which is such a star wars thing like they're not yeah. the type to throw barbs at each other like nothing in the in the galaxy does that mm -hmm. but this one is just so emotionally charged and it's so short all things mm -hmm. considered it's like what nine minutes long altogether yeah basically mm -hmm. so so that's what i what I enjoy about it is just how much of a punch nine minutes can pack, like nine animated minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not to be overlooked, especially now right. that it's on Disney Plus and nobody has any excuse. Absolutely. <laughs> what about you, B? I think it's a very quiet fight and it's it shows a lot of anger and for both of them, actually. And they are very angry and there's the the dark side and their connection through all of that. But it's a very quiet scene and you're just looking at it and it's angry mm -hmm. and it's anger and there's that rain scene mm -hmm. and such a powerful fight. You can't look away from it. 
Yeah, uh, it's right. I I love that uh, I I I miss their bantering, but it's it's very powerful, mm -hmm. and you can look away. Oh, it's right. amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about you, Jackson? Well, what struck me is just how evenly matched they were. I mean, obviously, we know Anakin uh, is already at that age, uh, somebody to be respected, powerful Jedi, a very physically dominating person on its on his own. You know, um, yeah. well, I think uh, in canon, what he's like six four, six five, or something like that, right? Is it? He's about that. He's, he's a big, big dude. Boy. He's yeah. a big mm -hmm. boy, and like uh, and you know, but uh, he he gets he gets handled. He gets handled. And, uh, and we did talk, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the clothing issue, but, um, <laughs> Ven 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 and I'll save that for later, but Ventress, Ventress is, uh, I, I was thinking about what her physical appearance and her, her style, her mannerisms, uh, you know, in, in combat, but what they say to a, a potential opponent. I and I and if, if for some reason and I maybe I'm way off on this, but I thought of like a cobra. So cobra is you know cobra is you look at the king cobra. The king cobra looks top heavy, you know, mm -hmm. how, and and it um it's almost kind of disquieting how balanced and agile a cobra can be mm -hmm. on on such a on such a thin body. You know, it's it, it it's it's unnerving. Mm -hmm. And I look at I look at Ventress with you know holding two sabers, and obviously you know they're not they don't have a lot of weight other than the the you know the grip and whatnot because you know they're the plasma created by Kyber or whatever. But uh, but just her her ability to to be quick and agile and strong mm -hmm. with with a frame that's that's not his. You know she's not she's not uh, I think in canon what she's like five nine five ten around there. Yeah, Katrina, you know you have this. Memory. Oh, I know. Come yeah, on. she's in yeah, canon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's five ten. Yeah. In my head, canon. She's five eleven, and Obi one is five ten. Uh, <laughs> well, perfect, that's perfect, my for, canon. perfect for smooching, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. definitely five ten in canon. Right, yeah. right. And and so you know she's giving up uh, you know almost uh, a half a foot, and uh, but she is she is powerful in a way that is. It's it completely works. It's it it's natural, but it's also kind of unnatural. It's jarring, and uh, and and you know, I I loved Canon Clone Wars Asajj Ventress and what she looked like, but uh, the the blank eyes and and uh, and the Tartakovsky uh, run. I mean that that's yeah. I, every, I'm, I'm I'm with everybody. I, everything about the fight and about the character as it's presented is great, and and obviously foreshadows a lot of what we'll see eventually in in the in the subsequent clone war series yeah mm -hmm. yeah so, and, yeah but i just love her that's all yeah, yeah absolutely i, I yeah. as a ventress fan like this fight actually is one of it includes one of those images that i think uh has become so popularized in star wars lore which is that shot of ventress and anakin fighting their way up the steps like it's so wild to think mm -hmm. that a 2d cartoon that ran for 12 minutes an episode inspired statues and comic shots and art recreations because mm -hmm. it was so powerful the engagement in that mm -hmm. fight that was going yeah. on so yeah there were some iconic po uh, uh poses uh you know 
in the in the f- subsequent canon depictions, Ventress doesn't really do that, you know, where she's like kind of launching her her torso at you as much with the the arms back. Do we have a name for that? I'm just I guess we're gonna call that the Ventress, right? You know what I'm talking about, right? Where, <laughs> yeah. Where just, yeah. Yeah, like you don't Rightly see so. that almost you don't, Naruto run. Yeah, you don't see <laughs> yeah, like that, that's how that's how I um that's how I used to do uh you know cross country running and I I would I would fall <laughs> at the end. Um but that that's um you don't see that pose as much obviously because I think uh uh there was a lot of stylistic you know uh, creative license used in the in in the 2D one. Um but that is that's an iconic pose. I mean, they've made that into statues, action figures. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, there are a lot of great moments that have been kind of captured by, by the merch or you know, kind of captured in the in the in the memory of, uh, of of the fans for sure. Awesome. So this fight, as I mentioned earlier, does span over the course of an entire mm-hmm. season, and because of that, it is basically the primary objective of both characters. Like, meanwhile, there is a planetary like war going on, like underneath them, there's, you know, Obi-Wan and Mace and all the rest of them are on this planet that is called uh, Moonalist? Moonalist? And and, like, there's a whole planetary war going on. And like, the only thing that concerns these two characters uh, is their mission well, in Asajj's like eyes, it's her mission to defeat Anakin and prove herself as a, as a Sith. And I think in Anakin's eyes, it's his mission to find out who this person is that continuously like matches his skill. I feel like this fight is introduced to show what happens when Anakin meets his match and can no longer rely on being a Jedi to win. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So it's it's it's. At the end, obviously, we see moments uh, that remind him, or, or I guess that uh, you know, the, things that make him angry, or things that have hope in him that he's disappointing. You know, the the, the images that he sees. But you're right. It, it this is this is about um, this is about the that arrogance. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, about buy about it. Uh, I think maybe uh, subconsciously buying into the chosen one. You know, well, if I am the chosen one, then why why does this pilot, uh, you know, why is this no name pilot uh, able to beat me? You know, um, yeah, it's uh, no, that was a great point. I and think it's, oh, no, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because she reminds him too much of himself. Right, uh, right, right. And they are like opposites fighting, mm-hmm. but at the same time they are. They complete each other in fighting while fighting. And, it, and it's very interesting to see that. I just think what's interesting about it from Anakin's point of view is this is like, it's kind of like what Jackson's saying. Like, this is him when he's most free to be himself. He doesn't have yeah. everyone there telling right. him to stop. He doesn't have anybody there telling him to stop. So how far does he push when he's got nobody to stop him? He goes right for the dark. Mm-hmm. And then right at the end, it's over. It's done. The darkness is still surging in him. And he, all mm-hmm. he can do is yell because mm-hmm. there is nowhere for it to go now. Mm-hmm. Which well, I little, thought was just like, he's just hit that peak yeah. so early. And now he's got to pull it all back in. Like, yeah. we don't see this, but he's got to pull it back in and go be yeah. the proper Jedi again, mm-hmm. having tasted the victory that the dark side brings. So I think that's like yeah. 
Ooh, kind of like a little oh, last Jedi moment. Like, like a little uh, bit. You just dove right into like, the dark. She, 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 you didn't even try to fight it. Yeah. Ooh, right. Oh. Yeah, that's for him. Well, so you're good. <laughs> Watch me make everything about Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am a huge fan of connecting uh, yeah. anything in the prequels yeah. to Ray, uh, like Anakin Absolutely. to Ray, Obi Wan to Ray, Ventress to Ray. I'm all right. about it. So, like, right. I encourage this. <laughs> yeah, this is good. This is good. <laughs> yeah, she. I mean, she is that amalgamation of like what happened back then, what happened mm. in the original trilogy, and like the history of the Jedi right. and the Force itself. She's the best and worst of all of them. Well, and and yeah, and if they say, uh, you know, if if at the end she says, "And I am all the Jedi," well, you take the good and the bad, the baggage as well, and uh, and clearly, you know, at that point in the movie, I know we're getting ahead a few decades, but at that point in the movie, yeah, that's uh, it. it, There is there's a lot that she knows about them that uh, are suspect, and and yet the alternative is, you know, helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I and like I, uh, it's so funny that you mentioned Palps because my conspiracy theory <laughs> is the reason that Anakin and yes. Asajj only cross paths as enemies was distinctly because of Palpatine. Like he laid the pieces for both of them to have become child slaves in different places under different circumstances, mm-hmm. and he's he had been playing them mm-hmm. since children because of Talzin, because of his connections to Tatooine. And so that's my, like, my aliens theory. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot more plausible. I'm not saying it's because of Palps, but it's because of Palps. Can you do that? I'm not saying it it is. It is, we're gonna we're gonna totally meme you into that. I'm not by the way, that it is, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. He's behind he's everything. Too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's behind yeah. everything. Everything that happened is his fault. So, <laughs> you know, I that's why I can't blame any of my bad guys for doing nice. bad things. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about speaking mm-hmm. of Anakin's ego and what he feels is a challenge. Uh, one of the things I wanted to include in this duel was the first part of it, the aerial battle that led Anakin from the battlefield with the other Jedi to Yavin 4 to yeah. fight Ventress. Like he goes to an entirely different planet. He is so angry. Right. Like, and it, all it takes is a dog fight. Um, and so I, I'd love to talk about like your impressions of that, of Ventress as a pilot, because she basically goes from fighting in a den to like flying one of these things within like a matter of what, like a weeks like or less i don't right. i have no idea how long this this particular She's good at everything. Is. yeah I, yeah I, it's I a prodigy to, thing i have to say uh it's it's funny like you know obviously he said i have you now and and you know you would think after he said it that one time he would stop saying it because it it was not like the rabbit's foot that he or the badass slogan that he thought it was you know uh it, it didn't work out for him again in new hope so um yeah that was Matt Lucas's uh, voice, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously, like it was clear when I first heard that. By the way, that it was not Matt Lanter. I, I completely forgot that they had different people. But mm-hmm. um, we'll talk about his Boston accent. I would love to talk a little bit about that. He dropped his R's like crazy. Oh and yeah, I, I am from that area, and I was I was a little offended. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. well, off topic. Sorry. No, no, I, I, I love that. I, it was like, it's like, like you guys said, like, uh, there's very little dialogue in this battle itself, but when it does happen, it's like very carefully placed. Mm-hmm. And, right. Yeah. And it, it shows you exactly those notes of like Anakin being so confident 
right. in in his shot because he he didn't think he was gonna leave that planet <laughs> or yeah. leave its orbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love uh, I love Obi Wan watching him. Uh, just disappointed Obi Wan is is perhaps peak Obi Wan. <laughs> His default right? setting. Yeah. His default setting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just like the two, like point two seconds of reckless flying. He's like, that was Anakin. I was like, okay. So <laughs> he knows. He knows. He knows immediately. <laughs> there he goes again. Right. Like Obi Wan seems throughout I... this particular show is just being miserable and tired. Yeah. yeah. I Whoa. understand him because. Anakin's like troopers disappearing, and then right. he's like, mm, "There's something wrong." <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> there's a lot going on. This is that is. Mm, there's something going. Uh, yeah, that's uh, one of the greatest Star Wars scenes ever. I'm sorry. It's Top so down. funny. Like no. I just, I just imagined Ventress off camera, like puppeteering, right. and like, <laughs> like half sipping some wine and going like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> Helmets flying off. <laughs> and then I'm the mm. poor sweet idiot. There's something wrong. <laughs> Dumb ass. No. Dumb of ass. <laughs> you know. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 And she, she's always one step ahead. Right. And, mm -hmm. and can keep up. Uh, oh, it's, it's just so mm. good. <laughs> yeah. And I think like that a lot of their spite if a fight speaks to because even though it's very different from canon, like very different, the notes mm -hmm. of their history uh, as like people still remain, you know, um, it, whereas Anakin was taken to the Jedi at a young age and started forming like as a person there, Asajj lost her master at like almost a little younger than that age. And yeah. she was immediately introduced to war and famine. And I think in Legends, she like like freed the people of Rat Attack because she was taking revenge. It was like, it was kind of mm -hmm. like it happened. It was like mm -hmm. conveniently like, oh yeah, and I saved everyone. Right. 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 <laughs> they like made her queen Bonus. for like, two days yeah. and then the warlords came and like put her in the in the battle arena that we find her in in this this uh series that leads her to dooku to anakin now um, you know why my twitter name is queen Ventress. that's right yeah yeah former queen of rat attack make yeah. that canon again she queen moves it. right there Team long queen may she reign yeah long may she reign <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And they mm -hmm. those people loved her. <laughs> it was really right. weird. They were like, thank you for all the slaughter. <laughs> There's no that can't be canon. It's not like we've covered that anywhere. Yeah, like nobody yeah. said it's not. And the battle pits are canon um, yeah. in Dooku Jedi Lost. So there's no one to say yeah. that that didn't happen. Yeah, we pick up with her, you know, a few days after that. So maybe yeah. it still happened. Yeah, and that's what I love about about this fight, about like the 2D Clone Wars being reflected in, in canon even mm -hmm. now. We have Dirge coming in for mm -hmm. War of the Bounty Hunters. So it's really exciting um, to see those echoes. But yeah, going, going back to it, it's like the intensity of their the differences in them, even though I would argue they're a dyad, they have similarities, but those differences are so stark that like where their paths break off is like, very noticeable in this fight. Yeah, I think it's, it's interesting to draw the connection between the two of them here and then in the 3D Clone Wars. She has more of a dynamic with Obi-Wan than with Anakin. And right. it couldn't be more different. Like, Oh, yeah. 
because mm-hmm. they are such different people and they don't have that sort of dyad connection when they spar it's very quippy and it's very you know there's a lot of banter and there's less aggression and mm-hmm. sort of high stakes behind it so it's just very interesting to see like because obi-wan and anakin are such different people ventress mm-hmm. reacts to them in different ways because their background's not that different between this mm-hmm. and right. that yeah mm-hmm. so i just thought that was pretty cool yeah, absolutely. And it's noticeable in the 3D Clone Wars because Anakin does like shoot a couple banters at her and she's like, no, shut up. Only for Obi Wan. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't have yeah, time for this. Like, you are not having conversations. I'm not here for you. <laughs> General <laughs> Kenobi is where shut it's up. at. <laughs> right, right, focus. Right. I, love, I need I to love that. focus. Right. Yeah. It's the rule of one. It's the rule of one. Yeah. She, she can only court one she, Jedi, and that's courting. She can only tolerate one Jedi. Like, it's called courting. Like, yeah. Ahsoka broke off from the Order, and she was like, we can be friends now. Now we can be friends. Yeah. I can. Yeah. I only have one room, one one spot on my docket for tolerance. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, great. speaking of the weird and kooky of this fight, uh, has anyone noticed <laughs> how they have they just get and Jackson mentioned this too, progressively more naked throughout the fight? Like, they, they... <laughs> Listen, Star Wars needs more of this. <laughs> I I love it. It's it's like tracks. One thing I love from the 3D (laughs) is every time she she meets Obi Wan, she's like whoop, and Obi Wan whoop, and and then clothes start shredding from their bodies, and I'm like, what? The dramatic force user thing, like I'm, I'm sure it's like, especially on Yavin, like it's very murky there. Like I guess they were getting really sweaty or something. Humid. They just gotta start shedding. It's, it's the humidity. <laughs> it's the humidity. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hot. Just, I, yeah. I just love like how, <laughs> like their their levels of of drama match. You know, like they're both very dramatic people. They're very driven <laughs> to these goals. Like. And they'll they'll go above and beyond even what they expect of themselves uh, to get there because mm-hmm. they're survivors. I, I, I think uh, what we were saying before about the clothes, you know, we can only imagine what would have happened if the fight had gone on a little bit longer. Um, yeah, I mean, we all can imagine. Just let's just. Does Obi want to just find two passed out naked people like covered <laughs> in like injuries you know, and go like he's not even idiots surprised like, like no it's happening like, yeah like look her in the rancor at the get end. these get these two some stretchers whatever yeah. <laughs> I need to go and home I need a nap not again yeah. <laughs> okay come on get in the trunk yeah it's that one yeah. the ladder sketch from SNL. It's like mm, what you say, but it's like lightsabers. <laughs> mm, oh my god! I'm tired. Oh my god! Yes, I uh, I love that sketch. <laughs> Me too. Well, I was just saying, uh, it, it's like Wrecker and the Rancor at the end of that uh, Bad Batch episode. They're at the end. They're just basically like, you know, they've gone from like punching each other to like snuggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, falling asleep. A big sweaty Yavin Four ball of <laughs> post gladiatorial. Yeah, sounds like a good time. I know, right? <laughs> well, to, to, okay. 
hey, hey, listen, the Jedi don't. The Jedi have rules. Okay, that's about as close. <laughs> they have attachment rules, Jackson. That's the only rule. <laughs> yeah, that's the only rule. It's oh my god. I, oh my god. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I like how to point and apologizing. I should be the one I apologizing. Know, I don't know how we. Well, <laughs> how we got there. <laughs> Someone take over, quick. Okay, so while they're fighting and they're losing their clothes, one thing yeah. I want to point out that's got nothing to do with this is the music that changes right at the end, right before Asajj falls. Yeah. When it swings yeah. right into Duel, Duel of the Fates for the yes. last, like, the oh, last little yeah. bit because this the is the big yep. moment where, mm -hmm. like, Anakin has killed yeah. somebody on purpose. Yeah. It's not like a faceless droid or a ship where he doesn't yeah. know who's in there. He killed this woman on purpose. Mm -hmm. And he gets visions, right? Or did he? Asajj <laughs> is never really gone. But He's never gone. gone. No. He yeah. thinks he killed her on purpose. Yeah. Asajj yeah. leaves. Yeah. And I do think that they bring this big music cue that like used to symbolize like his future in the Phantom Menace and they bring mm -hmm. it back. Like mm -hmm. he has it's like in the Clone Wars like 3D when they play the Imperial March every time Anakin kills somebody. This felt yeah. like that. Yeah. But on yeah. a much grander scale, because it really lets you sit with it. And 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 the the duel of the fates is the revelation, the real revelation of the Sith. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's that, think, that's absolutely laying the framework for a fall. With yeah. Qui-Gon and Master Yoda and mm -hmm. Obi-Wan, every time he he is he fights with her in the end, mm -hmm. it appears Qui-Gon, Master right. Yoda, and right. Obi-Wan, and Duel of the Fates. It's very powerful. It's a very powerful, powerful message. It's like yeah. these are the people that fought to stop this exact thing from happening. Right, right, and exactly. Anyway, and I, mm -hmm. I think that like from like even going to Asajj's perspective, like this fight itself kind of carries over to like her first appearance in the new in the three D Clone Wars show because it was what I thought about uh, in while I was rewatching that after having watched the two D show. Uh, when Yoda tells her uh, that she's strong in the Force, but not in the dark, like, or she says, like, strong in the dark side, uh, strong you are in the Force, or something, but not in the dark side, or something like that. And it really showed, like, I think that that it reminded me of that very moment where it was like Anakin, like, Asajj was almost fully tapped into the dark side. She was like 100% ready to be a Sith. She was doing everything she could. And Anakin's way of beating her was tapping into what mm -hmm. she had. And it, yeah. So that echoed out really heavily into like her themes to me in Clone Wars, because then she later has that like turn from the dark side. And like, in my opinion, like her fighting style, you, you notice it changes like almost immediately um, mm -hmm. in the battle, even, even like the fights with like the clones uh, when she's running with Ahsoka. Um, so I think, yeah, mm -hmm. these are like little notes I like to think about when it comes sure. to like the progression of these characters and how we see legends echo throughout canon today. Mm -hmm. And it's a great parallel between the end and the beginning of the fight because she says exactly like, your fall will be my ascension to the Sith. Mm -hmm. And in the end, she, she is the one who is falling. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, the stuff. whoa. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That is the stuff. Uh, as far as like the force and and using their force powers and tapping into like you know, I guess that energy that the dark side helps to produce. Mm -hmm. um, there were a lot of uh, a lot of trees, a lot of 
stone columns thrown around. This was this was a um, it was a brutal fight, and yeah. it you know aside from you know the old force lightning, which none, neither of those people can wield, you saw pretty much every trick in the book used, um, yeah. and and used very like expertly, you know, um, from both ends. Um, it, it was it was a it was it was pretty dramatic, um, you know, to see them uh, running along the trees. And some of those like kind of anime style moments where they're like kind of passing almost, uh, you know, slightly not perpendicular and like slowly, but, you know, everything's kind of blurring around them. Uh, it was beautiful. And, and the, but the power that they wielded uh, in the force was definitely representative of two people, not one, but two people clearly keyed in on the dark side, you know? Yeah. Any, does anyone else have anything they'd like to to add to this uh, before we wrap up? In Cast Wars, we like to mention the cinematic part of it, yeah. and and I I think it's amazing when you see that Western look in yeah. the, in that fight. I mean, you have eyes, weapons, that very specific shot of their hands holding their 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 lightsaber and you're like oh i see and it's mm -hmm. very david filoni yeah and it's very george lucas and you're yeah, like mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's that cinematic thing, thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is the one thing I did want to mention about this fight is that it just feels and I, this echoes throughout the series too but it is so unabashedly prequely you know mm -hmm. like there are jumps that i just can't explain like right. like right. they like jump high and then move to the side a little bit and then land yeah. like just gravity defying feats and these like demonstrations of like different types of styles of like uh combat that we know for jedi and sith and it's like this i don't know i don't want to say it's anakin and asajj at their peak because it's not it's right when they're like on i feel like this fight is like that one big first turn for Anakin. And, mm -hmm. you know, for Asajj, if she lives, which I'm sure she does because she never dies, um, that Eternal. would also, it would be her lesson, uh, her first lesson as a Sith. So mm -hmm. they are acknowledging themselves, actually. It's a fight between two powerful characters, but mm -hmm. they are trying to understand themselves mm -hmm. as a person and mm -hmm. as a force user. It, I, I cannot explain anymore. It's just yeah, perfect. It's that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for spending time with me and talking to me about this amazing fight. I am really glad you came. <laughs> thank you for I'm sorry us. I derailed it. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's been a really fun oh, conversation. I like I it was me that derailed it. I took we, it randomly. Okay, all right. I, okay, should, I encouraged you. It was a. There was like so much derailing going on. It's totally fine. Like I, I love bringing conversations all around the Star Wars saga because it's such a large and vast yeah. thing. So why not? You know, anytime we can connect the again, the anytime we can connect the prequels to Ray, I'm very happy. Mm. So I love that. talking about Ray always. I love mm. it. I love her. All right, Arzu, where can we find you on the uh, internet? On the internet, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Arzu Amin, and you can find me hosting Space Waffles every other Monday on the Kiki Waffle Network, mm -hmm. where Katrina and I will be continuing this conversation on Space Waffles. Ooh, just dyad things. Excellent. Just dyad things. Mm -hmm. Excellent. How about you, B? 
If you're a Brazilian like me, you can find me on Cast Wars podcast, castwars.com, and Femwars, which is a, a little podcast we're trying to, to make. It's a very hard for me because I'm working 24 7. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter as Queen Ventures. And Jackson. Uh, I'm on Twitter also as uh, at Jackson the Leppy. Uh, I, my coast, my co-host and I, Raven, are on Force Connect on Fridays. Uh, we'll be back on uh, July 9th. Um, we're taking the week off next week. And uh, Sundays, you can find me also on Shooting the Poodoo on the Broaxium Network. And every other Monday on Holocronicles on YouTube and on uh, the podcast talking about comic collectability, Star Wars comics. That's about it. And thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all so, so, so much for coming. I'm very glad that I was able to get like so much of the coven together. <laughs> so for many good. Time. Yeah. So many great Ventress fans. All right. You guys <laughs> can find me anywhere on the internet if you look for O Katrina, O H C R C A T R I N A. Hello. And yeah. uh, of course, check out all of our sibling shows on the Geeky Waffle Network, which you will, of course, find in the description below. Until next time. I forgot my catchphrase. So remember that Asajj Ventress is the best Star Wars character along with Rey. And have a and she's still day. alive. And she's still alive. <laughs> she's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, folks. Thank you so much for listening to the second episode of A Fight Club Far, Far Away. Make sure to check out all of our sibling shows on the Geeky Waffle, including the latest episode of Space Waffles, where Arzu, Candace, and I deep dive into the concept of Ventress and Anakin as a Force Dyad. I'm Katrina, and you can find me anywhere if you search for Oh Katrina. I'll see you in the next episode, Space Cowboys.